Hey y'all, what's up? It is your girl Michelle Pierre and I am here again for another podcast with another phenomenal person. And today we have the pleasure of hearing from Ms. Marquise Lewis, the creator of Dogology. Marquise, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Yes, of course. You know, I, I had to get you on here, especially after we talked about adultology and just knowing uh, some of the classes that are in there. So I think this is something that many, many people, including myself, uh, we all need to hear about. <laughs> so uh, without further ado, why don't you give us a little background about yourself? Yes, of course, of course. So um, I am, well, as you know, uh, I was in the military and um, also went to West Point. Um, and I also went to the uh, Wharton Business School um, and got my MBA in Wharton, Wharton Business School. I currently work for the federal government. I work at the Pentagon as a business manager. Uh, prior to that, I was doing communications. And that was my my main source of operation um, or source of, um, of uh, employment. And um, since then, I've been in business operations and performance management. And it was a very interesting transition because it, it wasn't your normal transition. Um, it was something that, you know, through relationships, you build relationships and people are like, like hey, you know, maybe you can come and help me with this, uh, you know, with business processes since you're doing that over there uh so it was interesting being able to get into this position that is awesome so you said you went to the academy you uh were in the federal government now you're a business manager, and also you have a background in communication okay yes so yes, yes. so so tell us, how do all of those things kind of fit together to you? Like, how did you find yourself within those spaces? You know, what's funny is I kind of um, went through different iterations of who I am or who I was in, at those points in life. Um, and I, I made a Facebook post a while back saying, where were you when you found yourself? And I, I it was almost facetious in a way because I still feel like I'm finding myself. Like every couple of years, I discover something new about myself, something that I want to explore. And that was something that well, with adultology, it actually had been on my heart for probably a decade, uh, to be totally honest with you. In some capacity, it was always some kind of passion of mine because of some of the difficulties that I went through trying to learn about being an adult. You know, I mean, then people kind of take for granted or, or they automatically assume that, you know, you go to, to the best colleges, you go to, um, you're employed by some of the top employers, you obviously have it all together. Well, that's not necessarily true. You know, we don't always have it together. And sometimes it takes going through different paths or, you know, hitting that fork and road and going left and then deciding, no, you know what, I want to go right now. Um, and, and realizing that that's okay. And so that is kind of where I went. When I when I went into the Army, before I went to West Point, I actually wanted to be a videographer. And so <laughs> I went into it with a job in combat documentation, as a combat documentation specialist. And ironically, um, I, I, and of course I got that uh, MOS, but they actually stationed me somewhere where I had to be a photographer. 
I was so disappointed, but because <laughs> I wanted to do videos, right? Of course, I wanted to be a film person, but um, I realized it was such a, 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 a wonderful job. I ended up loving it. Um, and I thought I was going to explore that a little bit more, maybe journalism or it, or just stay in, in kind of the communication field. And uh, West Point, as you know, has nothing like that. <laughs> so um, I cut, after I got out of, uh, after I left West Point, got out of the Army and everything, I explored in uh, communications again in the form of public affairs. And it allowed me to show, you know, that creative side of myself. But public affairs is a whole different animal in terms of like dealing with the media and it wasn't as fun as being a photographer was, you know? And so I did internal communications. Again, it was something that I felt like I could only go so far. And so when opportunities presented themselves, um, I started learning about different avenues, like within that same occupation or within the same, you know, um, the same place of employment that I was in and I started finding ways that I could excel and move up in different areas outside of you know the communications field which I didn't feel like was actually going to grow as much as I would have liked um and that was the thing that really kind of was a turning point for me because I felt like at one time I felt like you had to get into a certain field and stay in that field for 20 years and mm -hmm. be in that you know have that mindset and just grow yeah. in that field for 20 years or until retirement and I think that's something that a lot of people do they feel like it has to be this all or nothing and it's not you know you can start over and you don't necessarily have to start from the bottom to start over you can mm -hmm. go you know you can um, become you. You can do something adjacent. You can do something. You know that's a, a, a do something simultaneously while you're learning something else. Like mm -hmm. there are so many different ways that you can go about growing in your career or in your field or in other fields. And that's something that I think a lot of people don't realize. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. That that's a good uh, good nugget. But one thing that I do want to clarify, even though you, you know, you can start over, you can change fields. What you're not saying is to jump from job to job to job. You know, you're oh, there absolutely for... not. No, no, no. Like in each, in each of these jobs, I, I was in probably like four years, you know, and then they were still with, with the same employer. So mm -hmm. even though I've been in different areas of, um, you know, of employment, I've had the same employer the whole time. So it's just mm -hmm. like, okay, now I can move up and then move in, you know, in this area. Um, and that happens a lot when you make relationships, when you make relationships and, and relationships, mentorship, and just having those connections with coworkers um, and, and people even just adjacent to your, um, you know, to your division or to your, your area it's important to establish those relationships because yeah. that's where you ended up moving up and you know you just build with other people and then they start you know seeing how seeing your expertise and seeing that you're good at different things and saying you know what i might need to steal this person over here mm -hmm. you know but it's still in the same business but you know you just you know you get to move up in different ways like that so you know and that's a perfect segue right because you're talking about exploring you're talking about yes. growing within your own self right and and adulting that's what you're talking yes. about 
And exactly. so um, why don't you exactly. take us into adultology um, and, and really tell us, you know, you already hit on kind of where it was birthed from, but what is it and what can people expect um, if they sign up for your and, you, you know, and I'll actually go back a little and say where it was birthed from um, a little bit more. So for me growing up, I grew up very poor. Um, I didn't have a lot of influences. I was the first person to graduate college um, or even like really attend college in, um, in my family. So everything was kind of new to me. And it wasn't just new to me. It was new to my family. And it was hard getting the assistance that I needed or would have needed at that time because they hadn't gone through those experiences. So I had to learn a lot of things on my own. And um, in some ways, I was very lucky, lucky going into the military and being around other people that were older and, you know, could offer some insight. But I still had to learn a whole lot of uh, things on my own. I took to reading books, you know, trying to learn how to invest, trying to learn you know, all of these different tasks that really I probably should have been taught, you know, at home. But because, you know, if, if you are not from a family that is well off, you know, financially or that has invested, they can't teach you about investing. If they've never bought a house, they can't teach you about buying a house. If they've never gone to college, they can't teach you about going to college. And um, because of that, because of me, not just because of me learning about it on my own, but seeing that so many other people are going through that it's easy for us to say oh it's the parents responsibility the parents need to teach their children but if the parents don't know are we just going to leave these kids out to suffer and to be totally honest with you you know the it's not just the kids it's people in their 30s and 40s and they're just figuring out oh crap i didn't know i could do that i didn't know i could um, put money away now and then end up as a millionaire, you know, when I'm 65 by letting compound interest do its, you know, job. I didn't know I was messing up my credit when I did X, Y, and Z. I didn't, you know, like, so it's a lot of things that out there that we take for granted and we are a little bit in some ways privileged, you know, some of us, um, because we have learned certain things. And so we take it for granted that we know these things and you know we don't impart it on the next generation or we assume that the other generations or other parents or other kids know the same things that we do or know the same things that we are teaching our kids and that's not necessarily true and so when i sought to um i, I sought to really correct this mainly for the people for people that were like me that really didn't have that insight or have someone helping and teaching and any of those things like I would have needed at the time that I was growing up. But what I found in developing it is that a lot more uh, older people that you automatically kind of think have it together. They, you know, done this, they've gone to all the best schools. They're living a great life, it seems, you know, but, you know, you have this one person that, you know, is 40 and doesn't know how to cook, you know, or they don't know, you know, how, you know, the right clothes to wear, you know, and I have friends and it's nothing, please don't take this offensively because I love you guys. I love my military people, but my military friends have not been out in the real world and had to write a resume or had to dress um, in a professional way, you know, because they, you guys wear the uniform. So you don't have to dress in a professional way to go to certain things because you already have a uniform. So you're like, okay, you know, what things do I need to choose? And, um, I find that a lot of people are having to learn things 
that we make the automatic assumption that, oh, you know, they know this because they're such and such age. Well, they have been in a different environment and living in a different way that doesn't expose them to certain things or they didn't have to know these things. And so we have to really understand that people grow up in different ways. You know, we are, are you know, given different experiences and regardless of our age we all kind of need a little help you know and um what i found um i don't know if you had a chance to take the quiz but um i have a quiz on my uh home at www.adultology.io and adultology is spelled a-d-u-l-t-o-l-o-g-y and on that quiz very few adults actually passed the quiz not even like you know and I mean I say I want them to pass with a 70% but few even get the fit of 50% at adulting and so that lets you know that a lot of people really don't know what they're supposed to be doing like we you know we don't know some of the health things that we are supposed to be doing or that we should know we don't we, there's a lot that we kind of um take for granted and so um, I developed these courses and right now I have 10 courses with plans to develop even more, but I have financial planning and investing, uh, career management, home buying and um, home buying and maintenance. That also includes apartments, uh, car buying and maintenance, clothing. And this is like how you wash your clothing, how you, you know, what type of clothing you should be buying for certain things. Um, health, health management. I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> uh, I, I do. I have a lot of uh, cooking and grocery shopping, which is uh, one that a lot of people tend to love, the cooking and grocery shopping. Um, politics and voting. Um, I think I've mentioned clothing already. Uh, relationships. And the my favorite one, actually, self-awareness. Um, that is one I always recommend everyone starts with because... You will be surprised the things that you learn about yourself just by doing this self-awareness course and doing some shadow work and finding out about those hidden things that, you know, we, we tend to be embarrassed about. We don't want other people to know, but you have to kind of face it for yourself and come to that realization that you're dealing with those things. So those are my 10 courses and, um, you know, they're very reasonably priced and they, I promise anybody that takes them or has taken them so far has learned a tremendous amount. Um, we also have an adulting guide, which is actually free, also available on the homepage. Uh, so you can check out the adulting guide and you can check out that quiz and, you know, email me and let me know what you, what you get on the quiz. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if you are a college student or if you are your 30s, 40s, um, there is something that you can learn from the courses that you're offering. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think there's something that everybody can learn. Um, and you, But you'd be surprised, like some of the things that you can learn just by taking time to really, you know, go through it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, Very absolutely. Good. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing that with us. And I guess my, my last request is what would you tell a young person who may want to get into this line of work of, of doing, um, creating courses? as well as um, inspiration about them finding themselves in, in a world that at times likes to tell us who we should be. Okay, so I'll, I'll tackle the last, the second question first, um, because in, in the career course, in fact, 
um, and I'm gonna go ahead and give you this tidbit. I actually take you through a process where you identify your passions, you identify like the things that you're good at, what you're passionate about, what the world needs and what you can get paid for. And so whatever you decide to do, should intersect in those four areas because if you don't you'll end up with something that's a vocation but that you're not really passionate about or you'll end up doing something that doesn't pay well like maybe you like it but it doesn't pay well and you don't want to be in any of those situations you want to be in an in, in the intersection where all of those things fit together and so i help you to identify that but even if you don't take my course it's always important to go ahead and identify those aspects of yourself and say, what what are the things that can fit here where I can get paid for something that I absolutely love? Love, You know, what are what's the thing that I love? And it might be something like, okay, I like doing stuff with my hands. Um, you know, I'm very good at doing things with my hands. I like doing things with my hands and I like math. Well, you know what? You can actually get paid and become an engineer. So. That kind of helps you to identify where you can kind of lead to the type of career that you would be good at. And so it's important to identify those things that not just what would make money because you can go make money and be completely miserable and it's mm -hmm. not really worth it to, to be in that place. Um, the other thing that I would say for the, the first question is you have to, again, find what you love, but you have to also not be afraid to change and try something new if things present themselves. The world is changing drastically. It's always changing. We're always having new opportunities. There's technological advances and you have to be able to advance with the times. And that's something that I decided to do. There is not, There was nothing special about what I did that you know what caused me to be like this you know in the perfect position to to be that that person i was in the right place at the right time with the right skills and a lot of times it really just comes down to that being the right person in the right place at the right time with the right skills can lead you to opportunities that will help you to elevate to the to where you're really trying to go and um it really helped a great deal when st opportunities started to open up um that I, you know that they could present themselves to me and i'm like okay how can i pivot how can I pivot to get into this opportunity, to get that promotion, to get into that field, you know, to, to make myself more accessible for that. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I look for those opportunities. I develop those relationships. I continue to like grow with, you know, what was being presented to me. And I showed that I could actually do the work. Like, you know, and in my case, I was able to do details, like this thing called details in the government where you can go and work at someone else's location for a little while, like maybe a couple months, and then you go back to your own, you know, prior location. Well, I did two different details and they both were like, okay, we want to keep you. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, and that, that, that was over a period of maybe like, you know, eight years or something like where I did two different details and that led me to a new job, you know, being able to, to try it out. And then they say, okay, you're actually really good at that you know or you know you you could be a real benefit because we actually need a person if, we, if you are interested we're putting this job out here i'm letting you know about it hint hint you know right. and you get that little wink and then they let you know about it and tell you hey we want you here you know so being ready you know always be open to new ideas and being open to trying new things and taking on new responsibilities and new knowledge you know being able to adjust as times adjust. 
that's going to be the most important asset you can have for yourself. Hmm. Being able yeah. to adjust as time adjusts. Yeah. That's uh that that's good wisdom. So yes. Marquise, yes. Th- this has been a wonderful, wonderful podcast. Thank you for sharing with us your program. Hopefully folks Thank out you. there will write down the address and get on there and take the survey and <laughs> um <laughs> and they'll just learn, right? Because that's what this yes, yes. is about. It's about learning and growing and becoming more comfortable within this space of adulting that Mm -hmm. oh by the way none of us have it all together so right right exactly time and effort for putting it together and helping us out that's out there floundering so (laughs) yes yes appreciate it all right thank you and once again that that address is www.adultology.io okay you so thank you so much. <laughs> well, hey, this has been uh, Black Voices Podcast brought to you by Expressive Uniform. And I am that voice, Michelle Pierre. We hope you have a wonderful week. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. <laughs>